This week, if only, if only there was a journalist out there in the media who could be a reliable, trustworthy, but also positive source of news about Paris Saint-Germain. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the wonderful, unique, gracious, and precious Ambre Godillon. This is Piaget talking. Thanks for coming aboard. Um, I'm going to go straight to the long, long list of questions I have for you. There's one thing in particular that I really find interesting with you is you, you're somewhat famous. Um, you're, you're a growing figure in the football uh, journalism in France. You've been uh, seen on television. You, uh, you've been on Canal+, Plus. you've been on LCI. Uh, you now work for Yahoo. You're part of the Paris Saint-Germain TV team. Your face is known. Um, people read your articles. But at the same time, you go to the Candeloge and watch the team train on a regular basis. At the same time, you go to Thomas Tuchel's uh, press conferences. Uh, so you, you go on sur le terrain, on, on the ground, um, which... I'm, I may be saying something wrong, but not a lot of journalists who, mm -hmm. who appear on television uh, mm -hmm. and write articles do that. <laughs> yes, and I can add uh, something else. Um, I go to the stadium with uh, the fans. And so you do that I, too, yes. Yes. <laughs> you do another, it all. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I write my article. I go to the to the pitch uh, to follow Tuchel uh, during the week, and during the weekend, I'm uh, in the stadium with all the fans, with the ultra. No. I follow the ultra uh, around the the friends. Yes, yes. Because Which... I'm I'm first of all uh, a fan of PSG. You <laughs> I'm a journalist, a fan. Uh, yes, I, it's a passion. <laughs> Do you sit in Auteuil or Boulogne? Auteuil, Auteuil, with oh. the Collectif Ultra Paris, yes. Ambre, nobody does that. Nobody does that. <laughs> yes. You're yes, the only I, one. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the only one journalist uh, who is uh, really welcomed by the fans because I'm here uh, uh, from lots of years and, uh, and I, I'm, I'm a fan before to be a journalist, so... I'm welcome uh, in the hotel. Uh, yes, it's. Wow. Uh, I'm. I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. This is amazing. Oh. Well, well, it's even better because now, I mean, uh, the, the questions I had, pretty much mm -hmm. only only you can answer them. Um, one of those questions will be about the way the media, the press. Um, I'm not even talking only about the French media, but the international okay. media is, is treating Paris Saint-Germain, which is quite awful in general uh, and okay. biased. Um, in France, in particular, the journal L'Equipe, and, and <laughs> you, you'll see tomorrow morning the headlines, controversy or whatever it is, uh, uh, right before a very important game, as usual for Paris Saint-Germain, uh, is incredibly biased. So it's difficult to find a true voice anymore in the media. And Ambre, if you can be, please, if you can be, and you already are this true <laughs> voice, please keep it up and, and keep, us, <laughs> keep us real and speak with your heart and keep yes. us informed. And, and there's, a, there's a crisis for fans um, mm -hmm. uh, in, in terms of where do we get our information or news about, about football, about soccer. Now, there is a crisis. We don't, you hear about rumors, okay. you go to, um, you go, I don't know if you heard uh, about Reddit, which is this huge forum online. Um, Reddit Soccer has something like 25 million subscribers. And this, mm -hmm. is, this is growing. And you see articles from all around the world. And you mm -hmm. see fans are being very sarcastic about the media in general, because it's so click, click on my articles so I can generate money for my company mm -hmm. and 
Uh, and if you know me, you know I'm not just like that. <laughs> well, that's why you're here now, and that's why you you yes. you know we're so happy to to have you. So anyway, let's go straight um, into my long list of questions. I don't want to take okay. too much too much of your time. And please tell me, uh, I gotta go, Guillaume. Thanks. Talk to you later. When you know, I could I could ask you questions all night. Um, first question will be about Thomas Tuchel. Okay. Um, Tuchel. 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 Um, he seems to be very, very interesting. He came with um, some hype. A lot of hype. Um, he came with the image of a passionate a yes. coach, still young, but, you know, he's, he's in, in his mid-40s now. Um, a lot of character. Yes. Um, quite a lot of charisma and he seems to actually match this description so you see yes. him on a regular basis you you mm -hmm. see him in his press conferences you see you see him at Candeloge um what image do you have of, of Thomas Tuchel and and I'm I'm gonna ask to compare with <laughs> Emery um yes how different of a coach he is okay um Just to explain you, um, I don't like um, comparing the coach, but okay. I have to to accept that he is really different. And your description is is a good description. Uh, I think the the big difference between uh, Emery and Tuchel is uh, the behavior with his player. Um, mm. He is in harmony uh, with his team, and he wants an harmony between the players. Uh, he led his player well. He drives them. Um, he is uh, really um, in the... You see, um, I go to all the training sessions I and I see uh, <laughs> Tourelle who, who, to say hello to his player, he hugs them. <laughs> he yeah. takes them. Uh, yeah. He encourages them. Then, and with, with uh, the journalist, Uh, Emery was really um, fresh. I don't know in English, French, fresh. Uh, Thomas Tuchel has a, a number. You see, a uh, few words ago, I was with Thomas Tuchel between the Napoli uh, PSG. Mm -hmm. And I asked uh, him uh, why Mbappé is uh, on the right and not uh, on the left. Uh, can you explain? And he just uh, uh, answers me... Um, Amber, uh, Mbappé want, wants to be uh, on the left and he didn't ask to me. I'm very angry, but with a smile. Mm. He told me with a smile, uh, just to joke, uh, to explain me uh, between the lines that Kylian Mbappé take his responsibility without asking him, but because Thomas Tuchel is like that. Mm. He pushed uh, his players to take... Uh, their responsibility, uh, to make them aware of their responsibility. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, is um, so in the behavior is very different because he's very, uh, uh, je sais pas comment on dit proche. Um, uh, close, close. To yes, his close to his players and close to his team. But, But what? He has, a, he has a big character. He has a why, big character. Why, why is he close? Why is he so close? Is this his character or do you think he's... Yes. No, I think, uh, I think it's, um, he grew up with the club and Carlo Ancelotti example. Mm. And right. uh, they are, are coach uh, who lead their team with affection, patient, character and, uh, and uh, a proximity. You see? Mm. So <laughs> a little, a little bit like Jurgen Klopp at, at Liverpool, yes. which yes. is odd yes. because they're both Germans, and Germans are not known to be very yes. warm and and sensual people, and he seems yes. to be like that. But so, he, is, he is really, and and it's it's just a fact in his behavior, but in the sportive uh, aspect, he's very different because he asks them. Uh, to be really uh, skillful, multi-purpose, hybrid players. And, and the team uh, has changed a lot, a lot uh, from uh, a few months. So we have a very warm, charismatic coach. 
-hmm. How do you think the players react to this compared? I know you don't want to compare, but I can. Uh, uh, I can. I, I can explain you just by, by Neymar. Neymar explains this uh, uh, in press conference just before the Belgrade uh, Red Star game. He mm. uh, tells to the journalist, you know, uh, I didn't know Thomas Tuchel before he, he signed to PSG, but I have seen a young coach, a passionate coach, mm. a coach who won every time win. I recognize myself in Thomas Tuchel. So I have your answer. Mm. Thomas Tuchel is like his player. He, he just wants the same thing. He has confidence. He trusts in them. And he, he wants their trust in him. It's a, a relationship. He, he seems very, very confident. He came with a yes. lot of confidence. And mm. maybe we can, we can say that Emery didn't give um, a feeling of confidence. Uh, he, yes, exactly. Uh, Emery was stressful. And, and, and everybody yeah. could, could, could see that, yes. Interesting. He's doing great at Arsenal. I mean, they've, they've, the, the, yes. the last game they played against Leicester, you, 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 we saw beautiful Emery football like he, he, mm -hmm. you know, he used to, to do at, at Sevilla. And so basically, maybe we can say that uh, it's a French expression, la mayonnaise n'a pas pris. It didn't work out between Emery, mm -hmm. the club and, and the players. And that it seems to be working with Tuchel so far. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just the the, the pressure was was too so much. hard, uh, too too hard for him here because Arsenal is a big club, but it, PSG is the only one big club in France, and the pressure is very very hard to support. And maybe maybe it was not uh, it, it was not good for that. I don't know. Yeah, it's not, who knows. But we seem to have found a great coach. A great, great coach. Um, so mm -hmm. a, another... A, a big surprise. A big surprise. We, we have to... Yes, a, a good yes. surprise. A, a very big and very good surprise. <laughs> yes, because um, when he came for, for many fans, on paper, it, looks, it looked exactly like Emery. The same yes. bet. The same bet. Uh, an mm -hmm. unconfirmed coach who's proven that you know, he's a good coach, but never has managed such a big club, yes. blah, 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 blah. If here in France, people said, oh, another German Emery. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. Well, you know, it's too early to tell, but there seemed to be a warmth, um, a happiness uh, at, the, at the club. You see, um, there's a slight change in the group. Perceive, so I'm, I'm, I'm the fan, I'm, I'm outside of, I've never been to Candeloge. I've never seen them trained. And, come, and, come with me. <laughs> uh, I will try. Actually, I'd be in Paris uh, for Paris Saint-Germain Toulouse. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time in <laughs> decades. But anyway, um, so I'm, I'm, I have that outside perception and, and you have that inside perception. And please tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, is this wishful thinking? There seems to be something going on. Something yes. very positive. I've, yes. I've seen, uh, um, you met Jonathan Johnson. He was on, it, uh, on his mm -hmm. podcast a couple of times. He expressed the same thing. There's yes. like, there's a positivity um, yes. go, going on. Yes, yes. It's, it's new. Yeah. How can it from, be? From the first, the first day he was here, um, it was my impression. You see the the first match of PSG, the first trophy of the of this season. Trophy uh, champion. After yes, and yes. I think everybody uh, have seen the image of Thomas Tuchel with his champagne shower, mm -hmm. uh, all the player around him when he he was hugging them, and yes, something was was going on. Uh, the big difference with Emery uh, was in this first image. You see, <laughs> mm. so you think the, the 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 players never went through the first impression they had of of mm. Emery, and maybe it's mm. a ball of stress because he yes. can, yeah. Mm. It doesn't take much, doesn't it? Uh, some little details and a uh, different vibe, a different charisma, and then you the team follows you. Well, we'll see how it goes because, mm. um, you know, that 
it's going to be a big week with Napoli and oh, and Marseille and, oh. and we mm. don't have a midfield and is Tuchel's great but he's no magician. Anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, one one person at the club has been um is a bit of a mystery man for PSG fans. <laughs> he's he's got rather a, a poor image in the media or, or rather the media and and the press in general. They picked him as as a machiavellic nepotistic <laughs> figure like a some some mafia godfather who um who's his, <laughs> infesting the club with his, his portuguese henchmen and uh the failed uh, uh transfer window is all his fault anyway enrique um you <laughs> you see a lot of pictures of of the training at Candeloge, and you mm-hmm. see Tuchel staff and sometimes in the frame there's enrique So he seems mm-hmm. to be a bit present. So when you go to Candeloge, you probably see him on, on, a, on, a, yes. regu- on a regular basis. Like, like this morning, he was here. <laughs> okay. As I also see him smile a lot on these pictures, which, you know, are great. Anyway, who is Henrique? And do you think the way he's treated in the press is, is unfair? Is it really that, that Machiavellic guy? Um, Have you seen a difference? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you a very long question, so sorry about that. Have you seen no, no. A, a difference I in und- the club? I, I understand, but you have a very long question, and I will have a very short answer. <laughs> because I don't, uh, yes, I don't have your answer, because Enrique is very um, opaque. Uh, yes, yeah. we, don't know, we don't really know uh, how he works in, per- in Paris. I don't have, I'm, I'm not a magician. But I can say to you, um, in my opinion, right. in my opinion, <laughs> myself, uh, I think uh, I think Antoine Enrique will leave this the, the club uh, in few months. I think mm-hmm. um, it's it's been um, again treated very harshly in the in the media, and yes. the club but never it, never backed but, him up. There was no yes, but, no. Yes, but, but it's the, the case of the PSG. PSG is uh, unloved here in France and by the media because PSG uh, incarnates all the things that people don't like and uh, Antero Enrique is just another thing, mm-hmm. uh, an opaque thing uh, who incarnates uh, dollars and uh, money and mm-hmm. uh, yes, football uh, from the rich and for the rich and mm-hmm. Uh, we don't understand how he works, but we know that uh, it takes lots of money and people mm-hmm. don't like that. And it's a big subject for the media. But uh, if he's here, uh, I think uh, it's because he, he makes a good job. I imagine I can, I can answer exactly. Uh, but Neymar is here. Mm-hmm. Kylian Mbappé is here. Yes. Uh, yes, it's a oh, fact. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yes, it's yes. a fact. The, the, the two, the two um, Ballon d'Or... Uh, potential Ballon d'Or, yeah. Two Next potential, yeah. yes, are yeah. here in yeah. Paris. And Thomas yeah. Tourelle is here. So I let you answer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, the facts are, well, the facts are odd, mm. though, because on one hand, we have, we have two unbelievable, unbelievable players. Unbelievable players. Even, I mean, Ibra was... Already 31 when he joined. Yes. Um, Thanks, Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we never had a, a players of that caliber in, mm-hmm. in Paris. Uh, Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho was unconfirmed in Europe when he, yes. when, he, when he came. So we never had that. And so on one hand, we have this. On the other hand, uh, we yes. played with one midfielder, one real midfielder, a few games Uh, so far this season, because we do not have a yes. midfield. So we have well, this... If you, know. you see the right back or the left back, oh my God. It's, the same, it's the same problem. <laughs> yes. uh, it's, yeah, because yeah, we also have two injured uh, fullbacks with Alves and Kozawas. Yes, Kozawa. two, two, yes yeah. two, two, in, two, injure, two injured, but um, Levin Kozawa is not a big, big top player, uh, like Thomas Tuchel said. Top top players. Uh, no, Levin Kurzawa is uh, yes. Levin Kurzawa is not, and and we we know that uh, from two years that uh, we have 
to have another uh, left back, uh, Berchich just one year, Bernat we don't know, mm. uh, Maxwell uh, have, has left without another uh, big player. Uh, mm-hmm. It's another problem, but I I'm agree with you. Uh, the sixth player uh, is the biggest problem of the club of sportif. Yeah. Um, yeah, I is. don't know. Yes, I, I think uh, I don't. I don't know how to answer to you. But they, nobody, uh, nobody can. I mean, to know what's yes, going on, yes. we would need to have it's access. It's a professional fault uh, from the club and from uh, Antero Enrique. It's a fact. It's a professional fault. It seems that they got completely taken by surprise by by FFP by the financial fair play, mm-hmm. um, and there was no plan B or plan C and they, they panicked which could be considered can, as unprofessional you cannot can not have a plan B or plan C when or C when or D PSG. yeah you can't yep. no you cannot and they didn't yes, have they didn't have one I mean anyone at this point any decent um, unhurt a professional midfielder would be welcome at Paris Saint-Germain. We, 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 we need you. We have nobody. But anyway, <laughs> so let's, let's move on on, on, on Enrique. Um, who knows? And uh, yeah, a sign to me, considering, considering he's been grilled in the media, French media and, and Ambre, you should, I don't know if you read the English-speaking media about Paris Saint-Germain, but it, it's, if you think l'équipe is harsh, oh my God. So he's been <laughs> he's been depicted as a as an evil man and blah 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 blah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 Paris is an awful club and blah blah blah. Anyway, uh, let, let's move on. Avant, um, since you go to to Candeloge on a regular basis and you see those players, <laughs> we had despite the terrible transfer window, um, a few newcomers, and mm-hmm. uh, we laughed and they were they were sarcastic. Laughs when we heard the names of Bernard, of Choupo-Moting, oh my goodness, <laughs> and Kerr. And, well, uh, maybe it's too early to tell, but Choupo-Moting seems to be actually very interesting. Both, yes. Both by his attitude, which is extremely positive, uh-huh. by his physicality, his versatility, and he's not that bad of a striker neither. Mm-hmm. I mean, the goal he scored for Cameroon was something else. And he seems super happy. And when Tuchel asked him to, to come in, he always delivers. Bernard started really poorly, but had a few good games. And um, we'll, we'll take that. He's not the best left back in the world for sure, but he seems to be doing the job. And then Kara mm-hmm. um, had a, his first game was catastrophic. And since then, he's been pretty darn good. So all these three kids, um, not kids, uh, <laughs> players, sorry, um, seem to be actually delivering and doing what mm-hmm. they ask to be done, which seems to be a new concept at Paris Saint-Germain for a lot of transfers. Because remember, in the past, it was not always the case that uh, uh, players we would buy would deliver or do what we expect them to do on the pitch. But these, mm-hmm. th- these do. So my question to you is, um, how do you think they got integrated in the team? And, and do, they seem, do they seem happy at Paris Saint-Germain? Do you see... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I how, how to not be happy in Paris Saint-Germain? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, yes, what, what's what's I, your opinion? I can say, I, yes, I can take the example of Choupo-Moting because... Yeah. You were speaking about him. Um, I think it's the, the, the finger mark of Thomas Tuchel uh, to take a player um, that Thomas Tuchel known very well. Mm-hmm. And Chupomoting, yes, he's very happy. It's refreshing <laughs> in uh, Paris Saint-Germain, you know. I, yeah. I was the first person who, who was uh, perplexed when right. Chupomoting. <laughs> was arriving. Yes, but Shupomoting is really is, is him here to be uh, on the bench. Yeah, uh, it, it's a fact. Uh, just after Edinson Cavani, with just the biggest striker of the Paris Saint Germain history, so he is a reserve. 
-hmm. uh, but he's happy to be uh, here. Uh, he's with uh, the humility to to take the patience of uh, of uh, real, realize a dream in Paris. He take much game after game, um, minutes after minutes to realize this dream. Um, I think he is very happy and he is a really, really good surprise on the pitch. Because, and uh, and off the pitch. Quality. And yes. off the pitch too. He's got that huge out. smile all, all the time. Yes. He, he is like a child. Uh, he's really uh, realized a dream, I think, right. with a coach that, that he liked very well, Thomas Tourelle, yeah. uh, in, um, in a team, uh, one of the, the biggest teams on the world mm -hmm. uh, with play, potential Ballon d'Or player Mbappé, Cavani, Neymar, he, Di Maria. He is on this team. He has few times, but times to play in Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, he is a really good alternative from for Thomas Tourelle. He's perfect. Yes. Il est, il he est just, he is perfect. Yes, and, and he is in a Total harmony on the team with all the other players. Uh, a perfect integration. Hmm. He's really, really perfect. It, it, it was a good job to, to take him, I think. Yeah, we were all laughing. Nobody's laughing now. It's great. It's, 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 yes. It's, and, and on top of it, he fits a role. We didn't have a player like this. Um, yes. He's an he's a anchor man, but he can play as a winger. He's, he's good with the ball. He's good without it. He's great in the air. It's the head. Because, yes, uh, we had just one player uh, who was good, good uh, with the head. It was Cavani. Yeah, and but now not, we have another. Not yes. as an anchor man, not like, a, you know, a Giroud yes. style, which, which uh, yes. uh, Choupo can do too. How about a Bernat, who had a very difficult beginning? He seems to have found some confidence. And um, I don't think he's a very um, outgoing personality. He's, he seems to be uh, a little, not shy, but, you know. Um, but his, his three last games were very decent. Mm -hmm. Is he? <laughs> yes. do, do, do you think he's well accepted in in the group? Do, do yes, you see um, signs? Yes, but I think it's a very shy boy. He's shy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. The, 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 the contrary to supermoting, he's very shy. <laughs> yeah. Difficult for him, and uh, he, he comes from Germany. He speaks Spanish. He don't speak one word in French. Contrary to supermoting, who speaks French. Yeah. And. Yes, it's more difficult for him to to be uh, to be integra integrate uh, right. in few few days. But on the pitch and out of the pitch, uh, I see a player who who take the um, ah. I search my <laughs> my say, say it in French. Yes, qui qui monte en puissance en fait. Uh, okay, uh, now I'm going to try to translate. He, he, In increase in power. He, yeah. Yes. He's sticking his marks in the club and slowly but surely he's starting to deliver both as a yes. teammate he and as a player on the pitch. Step by step, step right. by step, right. game after game, we, see, we can see a Bernat who take his mark, who understand uh, how the, the, the team play, how to play with Neymar uh, in the midfield or how to play with Di Maria just in front of him, how to play with Marquinhos or Thiago Silva just before him on the pitch. Now he, he tried to understand, but I see few good things from Bernat. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy to take this position in Paris Saint-Germain because from Maxwell, we don't have any, uh, any, any good uh, left back. So I good mean, left great, Bernat. Great left back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, even if, uh, I don't know why. I've seen Levin Kurzawa do things on the pitch uh -huh. with, with the Monaco jersey that I've, I've rarely seen any left back do. Meaning, he's, he was, I remember, it was like a few years ago, of course. He's mm -hmm. running down the, the left uh, uh, wing like a, like a rocket. Um, does something in the box. I think it's <laughs> there's, there's almost a goal, and then runs back like a rocket and saves the goal against Monaco. He was 
unbelievable. By by some from time to time, Kurzawa could be unfreaking believable. And I don't know what happened to him. He seems to have lost his confidence, and then he grew uh, some injury. I think he has a chronic back problem, and it's hard to know. It, it doesn't seem to be the smartest dude around neither. But um, I, I still have a v- small hope that Kurzawa can come back and maybe go back to his Monaco level. Do you, do you no, think No, could- I don't have I don't have any. No? Me. Oh, no. You're breaking my heart. No. No, I'm sorry because I think uh, yeah. we don't have seen the the Kurzawa of Monaco in Paris because m- maybe I, I'm too difficult with him maybe mm. but i think the problem is not a physical problem or mm-hmm. sportive problem i think he's just his attitude is always very smug he's self-satisfied you know is when kuzawa is a, a bad player he's just waiting for from the moment that he can sell he can tell people shut up i'm a good player mm. you, you yes wrong, wrong attitude but, Wrong attitude, you're saying. It's a matter of yes. attitude. His Mo- mentality is mentality. not good to be to be a top top player. Right. You cannot you cannot to be a top top player when you are uh, sufficient. Mm. Uh, yeah. And, he, and 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 okay. And, I think and, I think the step the step it, it's too too high for from okay. for him. And well, now the physical is not good, so. No. Right. <laughs> no hope, <Okay>. sorry. <laughs> but I'll try not to think about him anymore. Um do, is he <laughs> yeah. is he is he present? I mean he's um like Alves who's been injured for mm-hmm. six months. Do you see them from time to time on at Candeloge? Do they show up? Or they're they're gone? No, no, no. They are in the infirmary. So uh, okay. we don't we don't see them because when you are um injured, uh before you you treat uh, your your injury uh-huh. uh, after you 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 go to the infirmary uh to uh to begin uh to treatment um, to, to treatment treatment voilà mm-hmm. yes exactly after you have individual uh training session uh-huh. and after you have collective training session so I think we will see Kurzawa and Daniel Vest uh, in the collective training session in in a few weeks. Uh, before the end of the year, you think? Before 2019? We will oh, both I see. Hope. I, hope. I hope. I hope. We, we miss Alves. We, we really, really do miss Alves. He'll be welcome back. Yes, and, and Thomas Meunier miss Alves because Thomas Meunier he is not here to play a 17 game by, by, by year. himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're big fan, yes. by the way, uh, in the post- podcast of Thomas Meunier. We um, we love Thomas, <laughs> and uh, he's a, he's a f- we're super happy to have him at Paris Saint Germain. He's um, he's one of a kind. Nobody speaks like uh, Thomas Meunier uh, in in the press. His um, Twitter account is is a jewel. Anyway, um, another guy who joined recently, and uh, something's telling me you're a big fan. It's Gianluigi Buffon. Ah, yes. Mr. Gigi. <laughs> Mr. Gigi. So, mm. what? Um, tell us, um, this legend is a is a freaking legend of the sport. I mean, he's got yes. that aura. Very, it's like a Zidane-like aura. It's um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a living god of the sport, and he joined mm-hmm. Paris Saint Germain, and he's a classy, classy guy. And mm-hmm. he seems to enjoy his new life in Paris yes. and with the club. Yes. What is Buffon's impact in the locker room with the group? Um, do you do you do you see an impact? Is he very discreet or yes. is he? Uh, or t- tell us, how's Buffon at Paris Saint Germain? Oh, but Buffon is a big leader. He's a leader uh, in the rock locker room. He's a leader on the bench too. Uh, have you seen? Uh, Gigi Buffon uh, on the bench. Yeah, yeah. He's... Player, play yeah. like that, play like that, do that, I'm with you. Yes, he's another coach. Yes, he's the second coach of the, the PSG and he's just a player who has the character we need 
we need this uh, on the PSG. We have Thiago Mota. We had Thiago Mota after maybe Daniel Vess. Mm -hmm. But Gigi Buffon is on another level because everybody respects Gigi Buffon. Everybody loves Gigi Buffon. Everybody listens. Gigi Buffon, so he has a big impact. And uh, have you seen on the French TV a few days ago on the Canal Football Club, Gigi Buffon um, was a guest yeah, on I, the I, French I, TV? I, I saw a few yes. uh, extraits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he explained that uh, when by, by the, the Alphonse Areola case, mm -hmm. uh, he explained, I'm in, in concurrence with Alphonse Areola, but when when I'm on the bench and when Ariola is on the pitch, I'm his number one fan because I want to see him win. It's my team and I want my team win. I'm, I want to see him uh, playing good uh, to be the, the better goal uh, on the pitch. Uh, mm. You see, it's the Gigi Buffon mentality. He wants to uh, take everybody with him. Right. Uh, to take care of the team, but to win with the team, uh, he, he make uh, their team their teammates aware of their responsibility. You play with me, be with me at the top level. Mm. Uh, it, I, I see uh, Gigi Buffon like that, and and he has the same behavior with the young player, the very young player, the the Titi, the Parisian Titi. Um, he make he gives them the same importance uh and a Neymar uh, Mbappé mm. yes Gigi Buffon is the same just a leader just uh, a boss and just a good teammate who take care of uh, of their, um, their friend imagine imagine for our youth acad academy players um yes Dagba wow. and company and they they go to training There's Neymar. There's kind of one of them who's like an extra, an alien, an extraterrestrial. Mbappé, mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's even younger than he is, but he's a world star now. And there's Buffon. And there's a coach who gives you some playtime. Uh, there was um, some stats mm -hmm. on, on the number of minutes played by academy players at Paris Saint-Germain. Very few other mm -hmm. clubs, top clubs in Europe. Can, can have these stats. We give time, Tichel gives time to you, those young players. They go train with legends and they get mm -hmm. to play uh, on the pitch with them. It's incredible. And the message yes. now, you know, the, the, there was a lot of controversy. There's a lot of controversy in Paris anyway, but about the fact that we could not hold on to our good young players. Mm -hmm. Look at the message the club is sending now. Go, mm -hmm. go join the Paris Saint-Germain Youth Academy. You will have playtime and you will play with world stars in the Champions League. Mm -hmm. Imagine the little kids in Ponto Combo and, and in the suburbs of Paris looking at the club now. Like, um, <laughs> like, I mean, this is, it's never been like this. It's incredible. Yes. Yes. It's, but it's also the, the Tuchel Marc. On the Paris Saint-Germain because when he arrived on PSG uh, he said okay I want to uh, to make my player uh, play good but I want to um, I want to make the, the child of the club uh, to be on the on the sun <laughs> right. yes, I want to yes uh, um, it, it was uh, his duty I think To, to teach to the young player uh, to be potential big, big player. And I think uh, Thomas Tuchel is a good teacher. I think Maxwell is a good teacher. I think Gigi Buffon on the, <laughs> on the team is a good teacher. I think uh, everybody is good for the young player and for the Titi uh, to grow with, with, in a good atmosphere. So you, you, you think, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm cutting you off. No, no. You, you think those, so those Maxwells, those Buffon, huh? all those big names. Mota? Uh, Thiago Mota, Mota of, co <laughs> of course, of course. They are, they are changing the DNA, l'ADN of Paris Saint-Germain, where you, you have to deliver <coughs> and you, you have to win. That winning mentality 
that the club maybe never had. It's always been a very glamour club, you know, Daniel Echter, Canal Plus, Michel Doniso, Rai, Brazil, but never that, that, that mentality of winners. And maybe those guys are preserving on one hand the identity of the club because Paris always loved the beautiful game and Brazilians and, and all that stuff. But at the same time, we never really won anything very, very important like the Champions League. Yes. Maybe they are working for the long term and maybe they are modifying our DNA so we become that great club because we are a good team. We perhaps are a great team, but we're not yet a great club. And maybe that's what we're missing, that mentality. Yes, but it's, it's also um, because the club has two duty. The one is to win, <laughs> to win with big players, with the better players of the football planet. Sure. It's the first duty of Paris Saint-Germain, and we have stars for that, for this duty. The second is... Uh, to make PSG beloved by the fans, beloved by the French people, uh, beloved good, in the good luck. football planet. Yeah. Yes, good luck. But for this duty, PSG needs an ADN, needs a um, player um, to identify with, uh, to let people identify with Uh, the, the child who grew up in Paris mm -hmm. and the, the Parisian dream. You see, Kylian Mbappé. Yeah. Kylian Mbappé is the incarnation of, of this dream. Uh, you, you, Paris Saint-Germain needs an history to build an history uh, around his young player, not just around the stars. The star will win. The young player will build an history. Uh, when Ibrahimovic Uh, came in Paris Saint-Germain and when he told uh, no, before me the, <laughs> the, the PSG was uh, nothing. No, no. Mm -hmm. The PSG was not nothing. We, are, we added lots of trophy, but now we will build another story. We will have other stars. Other young players will encounter another new PSG. And now I think... Uh, It's the, the, the two duties of, uh, of the club. And Kylian Mbappé is just between the two duties. He's the guy uh, from Paris and the new star of Paris. I think it's just uh, the, biggest, uh, the biggest thing. Kylian Mbappé is... Uh, you understand? I do. <laughs> I, I do, but um, there's no but. Um, I would say, because I'm, a, I'm an older fan, that there was... Mm, yes. Something like that already many years ago with a player called mm -hmm. Nicola, Nicola Anelka. Of course. N Nicola Anelka became a, a, a world famous football player and yes. came, came from the, the Centre de Formation du Paris Saint-Germain. Yes. And, um, yes. you know, I mean, it, it seems in many ways that the, the QSI leadership of Paris Saint-Germain, ownership, sorry, of Paris Saint-Germain, is a, is a repeat of yes, the, cana of the it, Canal it Plus was, years. Yes, but it was occasional. It was very rare, no? It was In very... In the case it, of Nicolas Nelka. Now, PSG want to be make this uh, not, not occasional. You see? I, yeah, yeah, you yeah, take yeah. Your young player, you will be the next star after Kian Mbappé. And Anelka was one... Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I agree yes. with you. But, <laughs> so when I'm saying it's a repeat of the Canal Plus years, um, it seems that Canal Plus started a very, with a very good idea. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, they changed their, their financial people and they stopped pouring money. And, and, mm -hmm. and QSI saw what they did and is repeating in many ways, the Canal Plus plan, but they came to the realization they are sitting on a gold mine, which is called L'Ile de France, the Greater Paris Area, mm -hmm. which is, according to many <coughs> journalists, the biggest reservoir of players mm -hmm. in the world, even bigger than Sao Paulo. And <laughs> um, 
QSI invested 200 million euros in a new candeloge. Uh, we saw the, the rendering. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's in Poissy, I think. It's going to be in Poissy. Yes. yes Unbelievable. Exactly. Unfreaking believable. World-class training facilities for the whole club, not only football, but handball, uh, the, the women team, and many other. And this is, um, well, this never been done in France at that level. So, well... It's look, the future looks good. It's looking good. But let's talk about the very, very near future. And we're coming to close to 50 minutes of podcast. So I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take maybe an additional 10 minutes of your time and that will be it. And we, we hopefully hey, come back anytime you want, Ambre. But um, Napoli is coming up. Um, yes. That's going to be, in many ways, The Liverpool game wasn't a fair test for Tuchel yes. because, um, well, Verratti was injured. He, he, the team, he had some of the players to train with uh, over summertime, but there was the World Cup. So, so some players came back completely late, completely unprepared mm -hmm. physically. It was a mess. And um, he, he came with a puzzle of a team to Anfield, and Paris had an awful game. Oh, my God, what a bad game we had. So perhaps we can say that the Napoli game is the real first big test for Tuchel. Yes. Tuchel, because, well, it's, a, it's so far the biggest game of the year. We need those three mm -hmm. points. Against oh, Carlo Ancelotti. <laughs> like, oh, yes. Um, well, last time he came over, it, it went pretty well. So yes. uh, hopefully. Yes. How confident are you? Before the Napoli game? Oh, I'm very confident. Um, huh. I trust. Yes. I'm, I'm yes, not. I'm not, I, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too confident. Uh, no, no, you have to be because, uh, yes, we have to be mistrustful. Okay. It's Napoli. It's Carlo Ancelotti. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, if you speak about Liverpool, yes, we didn't have Marco Verratti with the K player of the Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. Marco Verratti will be here. Okay, Thiago Silva will not, but we have Marquinhos, we have Kimpembe, we have three or four players, four forward, who, <laughs> who um, make goal game after game. If we are concentrated, if we are focused on our match, there is no, not a match. You think so? Yes. I mean, because, because tactically, they're good. It, Napoli is good tactically. They know they're very flexible. Yeah, but, but, but Thomas Tuchel too. <laughs> Thomas yeah, Tuchel yeah. too. I think, I think um, in Liverpool, in Anfield, um, Did you the, go? Biggest, Were you there? the biggest problem of Paris Saint-Germain was Paris Saint-Germain. Mm. It was not Liverpool. It, it, it was that uh, player um, uh, where um, um, uh, they were not focused on the game. Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain. Maybe because they were not a leader on the pitch. Mm. Marco Verratti, uh, who is the playmaker, not a Gigi Buffon, not a Daniel Vest, not a Thiago Rota, not a player uh, to to lead his player with, uh, to drive the player with him. And now we have Marco Verratti on the pitch. We have four forwards who are in their biggest form. And if Paris Saint-Germain uh, play like like uh, you know. I I don't I don't see the match. Trust me, trust me. Paris Saint-Germain could be. No, sure. Difficult. I mean, I, I don't see Napoli winning, but I see them giving us a in lot Paris of trouble. First, frustrate us. In Parc des Princes. In Parc des Princes, which is great to Paris. play them here first. Yeah. Paris um, has win uh, his nineteen um, last game uh, in the stage group in Parc des Princes. We before before Red Star, we were no, no, on in, four defeats. Though. Oh, in the stage group, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I don't, I don't yes. see Napoli winning, but I see them giving us a really, really, really hard time. I mean, yeah, on paper they. They're going to have a hard time dealing with Neymar and, and, and Mbappé, that's for sure. But on midfield... I don't know, because from Liverpool, uh, I have seen um, a team who has grown up together. Uh, the team has changed from Liverpool, you don't know? 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I, you, you tell me. I, I, I'm not sure what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of positive signs, but... I have seen I, I, the, a positive the, the, defeat on Liverpool. I have seen a positive defeat because from this defeat, uh, now there is an harmony. Um, now all the players uh, play together and mm. for, for take their responsibility. They play like a team. And right. before Liverpool, they just like play, play like a individual, individuality want to win. Okay, it's yeah. good. Uh, yes, we won. It was good. But mm. now we win together. And if players win together, it's very, very different. I think, like Tuchel said, uh, Liverpool was a defeat. Okay, but it was a positive defeat because, because um, it was a learning, I think. And now I agree with you. Napoli is the first uh, test. Because the, okay. it, it's time to show to show us the learning from Liverpool. Um, yeah, I cannot wait for the return game. Liverpool coming to <laughs> to the Parc des Princes, and um, I hope we we crush them. But I don't I don't know why I'm a little nervous about Napoli. It's the the tactical mastery it's a, of Italian. It's, it's a Champions League game. You have to be nervous. No, but I mean they they they're very good uh, tactically. And uh, we, we get frustrated yes. easily. They, if, thing, if things they don't... Second, they, are, they are second of Syria. It's not a... That when, when things don't go in our way, we get frustrated and we kind of forget our football. We lack a little bit, a li despite our flamboyance, despite our incredible firepower, we lack a little bit of confidence in... Or not necessarily confidence, but certitude... Um, which means, all right, things are a little difficult, but eventually, eventually, the, 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 the opposition is going to break and we're going to score. We know, we just know that. There's a, it's, a, it's a very subtle thing. I just watched today uh, a boring Champions League game between uh, Athens and Bayern Munich. Mm -hmm. Bayern Munich played like, oh my God, what a poor team it was. <laughs> They, mm -hmm. they, they, they lost their teeth. They, they're not sharp up front anymore. I don't know exactly. I don't watch them enough to, to know what's going on. But they had that certitude that eventually, by doing their things, eventually they will score. Boom, boom. 60 years, 60 second goal, goal. They came back with a victory. <laughs> I, still, I still don't see that at Paris Saint-Germain. It it's, it's very subtle. We, we're getting there. The team has learned how to suffer much better. We know how to suffer much better than we used to. Um, uh, Liverpool was a bad game, but for like 50 minutes, we suffered and suffered and suffered, but Liverpool didn't score until the very um, yes. end of the game. This is kind of new, but we still, to me, we still lack a little confidence. And uh, we'll see against Napoli. And then, And then we have the Marseille game. Do we even need to talk about the Marseille game? I mean, we, <laughs> we, we had a podcast uh, preview of the game. Do you think they can give us trouble? Do you follow them a bit? Um, I know you, you, you're, yes. you're passionate about football, so you, you probably mm -hmm. watch a lot of games. But yes. do you see them uh, up to the task? Um, last, no. year, last year, they, they gave us some trouble. We, they should have no, beaten no. us. You don't? Hmm. No, I, I don't see in Marseille a real opposite, uh, to be honest. To be honest, because uh, Marseille, uh, there are lots of lack in their uh, offensive player. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Diffi yes, it's difficult for them to score without Tovin, uh, with Mitroglou. Mitroglou, Germain. Yes, with <laughs> Germain, who don't yeah. touch one ball uh, in uh, 90 minutes. Not, uh, we, we are uh, a big... Now, we have a def defensive certitude, I think, with Thomas Tuchel, because yeah. everybody uh, is... Um, Involved. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah, I read your, your I read your article. That it's true. That you see, um, ah. yeah, you see, yes. you see the players making efforts they were not making before. Yes, and it's new. Uh, it is. 
the yeah. PSG. Yes, to to suffer together uh, w- when we are not in uh, our uh, biggest time during uh, a game. Um, and now Marseille is not PSG is at another level, so they can they can uh, they can uh, ah. Euh, mince, je cherche mes mots. <rire> Trouve-les en français. Euh, je dis, ils peuvent nous embêter. Nous, nous... They can give us some trouble. They can, they can be a challenge. Yes. But, but, I, I but think, not uh... win. But, be, but not beat us. No. Because, not at, because, not at this moment. Because they're missing talent up front. They, they, their attacking players are not, will not be a threat for us. You yes, think. and yeah. and PSG uh, has lots of forwards who could uh, who could um... ah, je suis désolé, hein, je cherche vachement mes mots là. Mais attends, tu, tu fais tu, tu te débrouilles super bien, hein. ça fait non, une non, heure non, que non. tu parles en anglais. Hein. Non non, euh... alors attends, je cherche mes mots. Je veux dire que le, le Paris Saint-Germain a beaucoup d'armes, tu vois. We have many weapons up front, many attacking yes. attacking weapons. Yeah. Yes. No, we, we do. Yes. We do when you think we we we, we do have a, a, our bench is not mm-hmm. there's n- probably not as as much depth as we used to but in the attacking compartment oh boy yes but, yeah. but everybody Draxler. everybody everybody on the team on the PSG uh, score yeah even even the boy on the bench even Marquinhos scored so uh, um, we have the the biggest attack in the Liga. We have the biggest attack on the continent, on, on Europe. Have you seen this? Paris Saint-Germain is the biggest attack. Yes. Um, yeah, the yes. biggest. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. With uh, four, four goals by match. So, yeah, yeah, good yeah. luck, Marseille. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It, it, we, we're missing the, the competition, though. Um, again, I'm sorry to bring it. I don't want to tell you how old I am, but I remember the 90s <laughs> and I remember my heart beating hard when, we would, when it was Le Classique. It was yeah. huge. It was incredible to go to Marseille. Um, a, a week before the game, you, you were starting to feel the pressure. Something and not you, now? No, 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 not now. I no. am, I am. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> Someone is, but no, I, I, they've been toothless against us. Um, they haven't beaten us. The last time they beat us. Yes, but, but what, last year, they make us trouble last sh- year. Sure. Thanks to San Cavani on the, the final. But. I know, they could have, but they didn't. Uh, last time they beat us for 3-0, <laughs> 3-0, and it was in 2011 or 10. So that's been a while. But anyway, a um, couple of more questions, and I think I kept the best questions for, for the end. <laughs> um, Neymar last season compared to yeah. Neymar this season. It's not the same guy. No. What, what, what's hap- what happened? Ambre, what's, what, what, what's going on? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this number 10? Who plays for the team? Who's got yes. that positive attitude, this big smile, who looks happy, who stopped you rolling over. He's not rolling over when he's being tackled like a, like a, a, a wimping old man. What's hap- what has happened? Do you, do you know what happened to Neymar? Why is he awesome now? What's going on? Thomas Tuchel. <laughs> oh. Thomas Tuchel is the answer because with Emery it was difficult to communicate uh, it was difficult to to make a relationship uh, and Neymar was not really I can tell happy but Neymar was not at his um, uh, he, he was not very 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 happy uh, mm-hmm. in this team and media was not really nice with him and the pressure of the transfer and everything mm-hmm. now and and the injury too. Now Neymar is the new boy because there were um, it was the World Cup. It was very difficult for yeah, him. Yeah, it was it was really uh, it was really hard because lots of criticize. Now Neymar uh, at, at the at the start of the season, Neymar uh, come back in Paris. Mm. 
to be a new Neymar. Uh, and Thomas Tuchel, it was a, a gift for him because Thomas Tuchel is the same. Thomas Tuchel wants to win. Thomas mm. Tuchel wants to make Neymar uh, in in the best uh, conditions. Uh, conditions, yes. He mm. wants responsibi- responsibilities. Neymar uh, giving him the number 10 skirt and the number 10 position on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, on his head, uh, Neymar is not the same because Neymar takes care of Mbappé like a little brother. Mbappé yeah. valorizes uh, Neymar like a star. Uh, all the team play with Neymar, but Neymar now different for the team. It's new too. Uh, Neymar's... Um, let circulate the ball, play with the other uh, teammates. Neymar want to score, but not just to score. Want to pass the ball, uh, want to to dribble. Uh, Neymar um, want to uh, enter in the Thomas Tuchel head and uh, in the Thomas Tuchel way of play. Mm-hmm. Well play, win, um, work for the other. If you Thomas Tuchel said to Neymar, if you play for the other, the other lets you win. It's simple. And Neymar understands that. Okay, I will play for the other and the other lets me win. <laughs> it's, so, it's a very, very easy to, to understand. It's the perfect match between two boys. I'm, I'm having a hard time. It's too, beauty, it's too beautiful to hear. It's, it's, it's too much, almost too much joy and, and, and too much good news for uh, the regular Paris Saint-Germain fan. Yes. Uh, so I will, I will take it as you said and, and hope you're right. If, if you're right, um, it could be the season. It could be the season. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> the season yep. for what? Champions League? Yep. Or for Neymar? For Paris Saint Germain in the Champions League, um, I'm starting. I I'm starting yeah, but, to change but, but my but mind. But you know, the, the the year of Champions League is not just depending of Paris Saint Germain. Of course not. But <laughs> but when you start playing as a team, when there's a harmony in the team, and you have this yes. incredible talent, and you have a coach that is very pragmatic, and he's like, okay, well, we don't have a midfield. So what can mm-hmm. we do without too much of a midfield? Well, this is what we can do. Please, with, with, yes. with only two midfielders. Um, yes. We had a, a chronic problem of putting our good players up front in good conditions. Solution, mm-hmm. Neymar is number 10. Now, Neymar can supply Mbappé and eventually Cavani a really, really good balls because he's amazing at it. Problem yes. solved. So little by little, we're seeing positive signs one all after the, the other. All the players are hybrid. All the players are skillful. All the players can work for the other. Uh, okay, there is not a, a defensive midfielder, but all the team counterbalance the problem. It's the the mark of Thomas Tuchel. The, the team is more balanced than it's been um, mm-hmm. in a long time, despite the... The lack yes. of, a, of, a, of a defensive midfielder. And um, it's a big lack. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big, yeah. Imagine uh, Ndombele in this team. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, oh, I have imagine dreams. Imagine I mean, sure, any, any <laughs> great, great defensive midfielder would, would, would make the team unbeatable. Um, Mbappé. <laughs> so... I mean, I'm not sure what question I could ask you about Mbappé. Um, first of all, is he human? Because we've never seen any, anything like it. There's something mm-hmm. odd about this kid. Um, almost, I wouldn't say scary, but even, even, even older players don't have that maturity. He's like an old soul. But at the same mm-hmm. time, he seems to be, you know, he's an 18-year-old kid, 19 now. He's, he seems... <sighs> He's, he's, um, he's perfect. He's, uh, he's humble. He delivers. Um, he's improving. He's learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we see a relationship with Neymar. You were, you were saying um, how Neymar is like his big brother. The, the game when Mbappé scored four goals, I already forgot. Was it against Amiens or Lyon? 
de Fourgos. Amiens. Ah non, the, the, the Fourgos. Uh, ca- no, 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 Lyon. Lyon, Lyon, Lyon. Sorry. Lyon. Lyon, yeah. Lyon, because the team were they, they were 10 on the pitch after the, the yes, Kimpembe yes, yes. red card. Yes. Correct. So he scored four goals, but before mm-hmm. those goals, um, he had four one-on-one uh, against Lopez and lost them yes. all. But Neymar was like caviar after caviar after caviar. Yes. You want a caviar? Here is it. Another caviar. Caviar, yes, and, caviar, and caviar, caviar. <laughs> and, and, and Mbappé wouldn't do anything. You never saw Neymar get frustrated. You never saw Neymar say anything. I mean, I didn't, maybe yeah. you did. And then Mbappé snapped and scored, 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 scored. The, the, the game Neymar set up for Mbappé that night, I've rarely seen that in football. C'était une offrande, une offrande an offering of Neymar to his little brother. There you go, a waste, buddy. A waste for Kylian Mbappé. I mean, he could, have scored, he could have scored eight goals or yes. nine goals. Yes, But what I'm, I told, what I I'm said, saying is... Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Ride, you know? Yeah, but eventually he snapped and he got his stuff together and scored. But I'm talking about the general attitude of Neymar that evening yes. for Mbappé was exceptional. Exceptional. You can say, you can tell there's something going on. There's a relationship between Neymar and Mbappé. They really, really like each other. They love playing mm-hmm. together. This is something else. Because, because they need each other too. They do. They need yeah, they each do. other to shine. Ambre, thank you so much. It's no, been awesome. Thank you. It, no, thank you. It's no, been... I, I want to speak about PSG all night long. Stay. <laughs> I, I gotta go. I'm the one. I'm the one uh, uh, who's gotta go. Um, no, come back. We'll get you on. You're always welcome. This was this was brilliant. Uh, I hope our listeners enjoyed it as much. Yes, I could. My I could. English was not brilliant. I'm I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> I your, cried. Your 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 English was fine. Um, no. <laughs> what matters is that people understand you and they did. I understood everything you said. And if I do, everybody yeah. does. No, this was, this was fantastic. Um, no. please keep, keep it up. Keep, keep your brilliance, um, your positive energy and your mm. amazing work. Um, as, as PHG fans, we, we love every bit of it. This is, you're, you're awesome. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> uh, this has been absolutely fantastic. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye.